All right, gentlemen. Are we ready? Fire. Ready? Always. Whoop. Welcome to another episode of Geek Fanthology. I'm your host, um, Neil. <laughs> Joined this week by Mike, the one true Ben, and Wookie. I figured Wookie would be the closest, really, to being micro among among us. But and may, maybe me because I'm the tech guy. But Wookie has more tech than me. <laughs> Just I do all of the audio editing. So <laughs> we're talking about the Punisher. Um, uh, the Marvel miniseries, Marvel's The Punisher, um, because this show really has just effectively de- devolved into a review show, so... because um, they keep giving us stuff. Yeah. yeah there's so much stuff to review. This will be either our second or third to last episode for the year, obviously, because we're running out of time. And year? Yeah. I, th- <laughs> I think we're probably... And, uh... And then I'm thinking we might take January off just for a little bit of time because but January would actually give us a break from reviews. Christ, on a fly boy, right? Yeah, we have nothing coming in January. It's a good yeah. point, actually. You're it's right, but we—I—I I feel like we, we need a hiatus at some point. But yeah. we'll, well, you know what? We'll, and then February we we'll get Black, Black Panther. Panther. We'll, we'll workshop. We'll burn that bridge when we come to it. Yeah. yeah Anyhow, we'll see how it goes in the focus groups. Yeah. <laughs> we'll ask. We'll ask all of our fan. Um, <laughs> hey, that's the company name. In any case, um, <laughs> standard well, standard there. Yeah, standard rules will apply. Um, no spoilers, and then spoilers. But of course, first this week in geek, and uh, the spoiler of the week. Uh, we'll start with the spoiler of the week here, just to mix things up a bit. Uh, spoiler of the week this week is Rick kills Shane. Gasp. You don't say. <laughs> and honestly, that was suggested by uh, by by a community member, so I don't even know what what, what I'm referencing. <clears throat> and he had it coming. Probably. He had it coming. I had, uh, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> uh, to get other further bits of bookkeeping out of the way. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> to get other bits of bookkeeping out of the way here, um, Neil is drinking a slow gin fizz tonight because he is broke and had slow gin, and club soda, and lemon juice, and, and uh, simple syrup, so um, he made what he could. <laughs> also, it's his favorite cocktail. So, ever want to buy me a drink? Slow gin fizz. Really right anything here. with gin. I do like gin, it's true. Gin is good. Gin and gin, gin, What is your gin, policy gin, on juice, sir? <laughs> I don't know. Am I walking down the street smoking endo as well? Uh, <laughs> well, that's a hard yes if you are, obviously. <laughs> in any case, um, this week in Geek, we've got the big, big piece of news. Uh, who wants to start on the Justice League trailer? Justice you mean Avengers? Like, you mean the Avengers? Yeah, sure, that was it. <laughs> you you're, mean the real last episode, man? Yeah, I guess so. Who wants to start on the Avengers trailer? Who wants oh to start on the Justice God. League 2 trailer I, I nominate wow. that dropped and no, one saw, and no one found out about except me? I, I nominate no, no, no. I remember who, who was it that posted that that was on there? The Justice League 2 trailer? No, the the Avengers trailer. It's so secret that I'm the only person that knows about it. Uh, huh. <laughs> but yeah. Wookie, oh. 
Take it away. Yeah, that that fucker sure. broke records. Most viewed trailer ever. <laughs> yeah. Ever. Ever. I feel bad for DC. I honestly do because they're keep because one their offerings of late actually their offerings of late have been great but their offerings up until this point have been have been at best meh <laughs> and a lot of people seem to have that reaction for Justice League too for reasons I don't get and they're trying to fight the juggernaut which is Marvel and their trillions of dollars and their, <laughs> what, 30 goddamn movies at this point? For licensing reasons, Juggernaut is one of the ones they don't fight. Yeah. <laughs> right. I, yeah. I, I, I saw a thing... Stay tuned. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that, that's another piece of, of geek news. Yeah, we'll get that. Um, I saw a, a thing that was going around on Facebook. Starting, mean... starting in January, if you watch one Marvel movie a week, yes. um, including, the ones that, including the ones that come up out between now and then, um, by the time you are done watching all of the Marvel movies, uh, Avengers uh, Infinity War will come out. Yeah. <laughs> That's how frick fucking many they have. They've got like 20. Yeah. Because well, it's and, in May. <laughs> well, yeah, and, and DC is trying to compete with Marvel by trying to be Marvel. Yeah, they're, try, they're trying Not anymore. to... They, uh, yeah, they they've gotten up, away from it. Yeah, yeah they announced now. they weren't going to try to do the overall... Shared universe, like their movies are going to be mostly in the same universe, but they're not going to try to do what Marvel's yeah. doing. They're going to do their own thing and do individual movies, yeah. and like Aquaman will still get his movie, but they're not going to hide a bunch of shit in it that's going to tie to the next team up movie. Right. Well, that's the that's that's what Marvel did. They made good movies. Right. Mm-hmm. They made Iron Man, and yeah, they put. And, and and you know what what all they did did in Iron Man they made an Iron Man movie right. and then in the stinger they had Sam Jackson say something about the Avengers yeah right and I about shat my pants in the theater <laughs> <laughs> yeah but then it, what did they do in Iron Man two they mentioned it a little yeah right yeah a very little well and and the thing and is also you know they did it in the Incredible Hulk and but yeah. Yeah. But yeah still it was still mostly stingers that yeah. they yeah. Up, they brought up most of it. It was stingers or little or, or very small little things in I, overall and I, that's the problem that DC I think had. The, I think the problem that DC had really is cuz they're still they're still killing it with comics. Mm-hmm. And I think this is probably the problem that a lot of people had with BVS and is why I probably didn't have the problem with BVS a lot of people did is that they made that movie like a comic. They drop stuff in there the way they the way, same way they do with comic books. Stuff that's going to play out later. Like, you got to continue reading to get... Yeah. Um, to be fair, comics uh, tend to have a particular length and pacing, whereas BVS just plotted on and on and on. Well, that's how a lot mm-hmm. of DC Comics are, too. And it... Honestly, I've, I've read DC Comics almost my entire life. BVS played out a lot like a well-written... DC comic um, it's just people aren't used to seeing that in a movie and I think that's why a lot of people I'm sorry but in a well written DC comic Lex Luthor's not popping a Jolly Rancher into another man's mouth with his finger <laughs> yeah that I, was pretty bad well, well, that's, I think, I think well, that's, where, that's a place mm-hmm. where DC is it falls down is that their casting isn't mm-hmm. always uh, isn't always that I will agree um, with their casting is yeah. not as good as as good as Marvel. Jared Leto, uh, well, Joker, and, and um, 
Fanatics, Leto, I don't think Leto was the problem. I think it's the way they wrote Joker. Yeah, yeah it's Fanatic, more, more the writing. Fanatics and the Fan, uh, competing Springfield podcast um, uh, on similar uh, on similar con- topics, which is b- far more successful than ours. Um, <laughs> I've been doing it longer. Yeah, it's almost <laughs> as though Hawk's been doing this for years, and we've been doing it for years. like two. Plus, uh, <laughs> uh, in any case, um, he did a. Uh, they they put up a thing on their Facebook group that I'm that I'm a fan of, um, saying um, so you could do you could change one casting decision in that. DCEU. What would you do? My answer was immediately fire Jesse Eisenberg. Yeah, because yeah. Leto isn't Leto was was a, was a was was a result of his writing primarily, He's... and also Jared Leto can't act, uh, but Jesse Eisenberg. <laughs> Plays Jesse Eisenberg. <laughs> Is that yeah. almost uh, every positive review that I read for um, Super Orphan Fight? No, it's not Suicide Squad. It's not DC. Uh, my brain just decided to go. Avengers. Wonder Woman. <laughs> not DC. Another movie that recently came out as a sequel to another movie from way back. Uh, Blade Runner. Mm-hmm. Oh. Leto was basically the antagonist of that movie, and a lot of the reviews said that he was amazing in that. He's a method actor, so the thing is, like, he's a hardcore method actor. Kind of like uh, uh, Daniel Day Lewis. Lewis. Yeah. Um, so, if he he inhabits the, the soul of his character, which is why he did such fucked up shit to people in Suicide Squad, because he was the Joker mm-hmm. for a while. So he can't. So yeah, he actually can act, but I was making fun of him. Daniel Day Lewis legit lived in a log fucking cabin. Yep. Yeah. Prepare for the Lincoln roll. I mean, that's just nonsense. In any case, yeah, well, uh, so the trailer, the trailer for trailer, the trailer for Avengers. Oh my god, <laughs> Abraham Lincoln. I, I watched that thing at least once a day since it came out. Yeah, I've watched mm. it three times and I'm good. Yeah, I watched it a couple times. And I'm like, I keep right, looking for I things. Like I and I'm getting. I keep building theories about different things from it. Yeah, you see, I don't do that because, um, I, I like speculating. I don't like getting hype. Yeah. For things, like so I have hype either way. The last thing, <laughs> the last thing I got super hyped for, I was then massively disappointed and was Wolfenstein too. But that was mostly because my computer couldn't run it. <laughs> but I was super excited to play it. Then I bought it. I downloaded it. I installed it. And I managed to play the first level. It was fucking awesome, and then it crashed. <laughs> and would and was never going to run properly because it was going to perma crash. But so Avengers. So, Avengers. Yeah, I love the opening. Mm-hmm. You know the the different people. So you, you hear the diff- yeah you hear the individual people talking. Like I got to hear Sam Jackson. Yeah, yeah. I hope he's actually in it. He should be. Sam. I know he's retired. Not Sam, but it wouldn't be the same if uh, Jackson didn't get to drop a motherfucker in there somewhere. Well, it's got to be PG thirteen though, right? Yeah. Yeah, Is he gonna get? Fury hasn't once said it, so. Yeah. We'll get to a thing that I'll say at some point, but anyhow, in any case, (laughs) um, uh, of course, Thanos is one line. That was just... That's a great line. <laughs> Fun's not something one thinks about when, when balancing the universe, universe. but this this does put a, a smile, smile on my face. face. That's almost Joker-esque. 
And of course, then you get to the problem of he looks so doofy. <laughs> Just put the hat back on him. And many memes were birthed. So many memes. Amazing memes. Homer Simpson, yeah. Hank Hill, Minion. Mm-hmm. That just makes him a better villain, though, if he can be that goofy and still be... That scary as yeah. fuck. He wasn't... Per- that's the thing. Yeah, I was not intimidated. I was not intimidated. He looked like a bloated centaurin. That's essentially what Thanos is. Yeah, he's a, he's a, well, a scroll, isn't he? No, no. He's, he's, a, he's a titan. Mm. Which the scrolls are going to be in Captain Marvel's movie. Mm. I think well, the, the thing is, we're not really going to know like what the presence is like until you actually see. Right. The, they just need to. They just need to CGI the helmet back on the CGI guy. It's not. It's not like. It's not like he's not one hundred per fucking cent CGI anyway. Yeah. One hundred per fucking cent. Per fucking cent. I've. That's a new <laughs> one. Uh, I like it though. That thing of a. Uh, Thor, I'm not sure what he's in, but he's holding on to two different handles. It looks like there's... He's trying to, and he's trying to pull them. Yeah. yeah. Um, one of the theories going around is that he is... Because uh, there's a line for how Mjolnir was constructed. It was in the heart of a star. The heart of a dying star. Mm-hmm. So that he might be at a forge making remaking Mjolnir. Making Mjolnir uh, 2.0. Yeah. I also like how he, wait, who are you again? Who are you people again? Well, are you guys? Who <laughs> are you guys? Yeah. And we get Team Groot. Yep. <laughs> yeah. I did like it. Boring, you're boring. I liked how everyone managed to show up. Yeah. Um, it's going to be one giant clusterfuck. Like, what about the authorities? What is it? Uh, uh, and of course, best line of the whole thing Learn, get this man a shield get this man a shield yeah. <laughs> that, and, and you know that reminds me of, of course John Wick 2 somebody get, get this, this man a gun <laughs> <laughs> you know I mean that's it's just like you know I completely I mean, forgot about him being in that movie. <laughs> but he was so good in it. Lawrence Fishburne, yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's you know it was it's you know like alert your th- you know, alert your people back, uh, yeah. activate your defenses and get this man a shield. Yeah. Well, I mean Tony has the shield. He yeah. can get the 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 original shield at some point. Yeah, yeah. they're not. As, I think a lot of the movie, despite all these characters being in the movie. They're not going to be together. Yeah, you're going to have a bunch bunch of separate uh, storylines. Yeah. Yep. And, of course, the biggest biggest reveal of all... Black Widow has blonde hair! I thought you were going to say calf beard, but... (laughs) That's CGI. 50-50. It's it's reverse Superman. (laughs) Yes, it's reverse Superman. (laughs) Bizarro! Yeah, I'm pretty excited about it. I, I'm, I'm, I did enjoy the trailer. Um, Spidey's new armor. Yeah. And hey, look, Spider-Man actually using spider sense. Yeah. Who'd have thunk it? Well, they intentionally, uh, for the most part, left out focusing on the spider sense because it had been done so much. Yeah, and, San Ra- and, and the Raimi movies really did do a very good job of spider they sense. Did. Yeah. Um, but yeah, having, I, I think that that there was enough people that bitched about but why doesn't he seem to have spider sense that they just threw that in there <laughs> it's well, not going to be the only thing. nod to spider sense is his arm hair standing up and well it's also oh. just a good uh, it's also just a good cinematic shot really mm-hmm. I mean, yeah you know foreboding and all that yep it, uh, I don't remember who it was somebody asked me 
what about his spider sense in Homecoming? I'm like, okay, you see that? He dodged that without looking. He dodged that without looking. Right. He dodged that without yeah, looking. Yeah, just because you don't go into some kind of, like, crazy Free frame, 3D move around. Like, just because yeah. you don't do the bullet time type shit doesn't mean yeah. he's not using it. Yeah, when the Raimi movies were being made, a friend of mine said, I hope they still do the little yellow lines off his head. Like, why? <laughs> yeah, That's dumb. good on, on comic, but you don't want that in... Because they didn't even do that in the... I don't even like what they did in the original animated series. The way the yeah. screen went really right. psychedelic. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's like, really not necessary. I kind of did like that, but I'm crazy. so It, it got annoying. Um, I like what some of the more modern stuff has done, where it does kind of a little ripple across the screen, like, briefly. <laughs> but, God, that... That trailer was great. Like, either I'm getting a text message or I'm in mortal danger. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is that my spider sense? The World Wide Web. <laughs> <laughs> or City Wide Web. I see what you're yeah. doing here. So, yeah, um, also Star Wars trailers are going around. Last yeah, Jedi. They keep TV spots keep dropping. And they're doing a good job of only releasing little bits that don't matter. Right. Yep. Although yeah. some people are questioning how how much uh, goofiness is going to be in this movie because one of the TV spots involved the Falcon turning sideways and a porg going against the window. Oh, I didn't I didn't see that. Like one of those Garfield things that I, I have. have not watched in this, so I don't care. <laughs> but um, I mean, if you have a silly creature like the, that, you don't have at least one physical comedy gag. I'd be disappointed. The, the best the best rumor that I've heard um, was that in fact. Um, they had to do. They had to do a number of reshoots for the Last Jedi because they decided to replace every single character with a pork. <laughs> <laughs> they were assimilated. But a good counter to the pork hitting the window is another shot of that pork in the original trailer going. And the Falcon gets in Chewie's way and he just <laughs> knocks it off the console. Pork slapped. <laughs> I uh, I'll be seeing that movie um, on Saturday. A uh, week from this Saturday, this coming Saturday when we're recording, so it'll be coming out a week. Uh, I'll be seeing it about the same time uh, that uh, about a week after this episode <clears throat> goes live. In fact, I will have mostly seen it by uh, by uh, the time the a week after this episode goes live. I can't talk tonight. <laughs> um, so other than Avengers. What else we got? Anything? Oh, yeah. Um, Marvel's buying Fox. Yeah, they're estimating that they're hoping to finish the deal by Christmas. So that way they can reshoot Avengers and have the X-Men in it. <laughs> well, if they can... It'll be a Christmas miracle! If they can manage to complete the deal by Christmas... Plus, everyone. It Merry means, Xmas. It means that the next <laughs> phase can include the X-Men, Fantastic Four, maybe even Deadpool... Oh, that reminds me of the thing of the of the other uh, thing I saw going around Facebook that we talked about Deadpool for a second. <laughs> um, someone wants to see uh, an X Men movie with Deadpool in it. Deadpool, of course, being aware he's in a movie, but no one else. Right. Uh, and it being PG thirteen. He's trying to find the perfect time to say the to drop the one f bomb <laughs> the movie gets, and then Wolverine gets it. Oh, that's brilliant. <laughs> that would be awesome. And, and gets it in some sort of just throwaway time so that so that Deadpool can just lose his entire shit. You wasted it! 
You mother... I can't say it now. <laughs> that would be great. <laughs> Best at what I do, fucker. <laughs> yeah, that would be pretty great. <laughs> that was a, was a fun little... Uh, little. Um, I think it was probably a Tumblr thread because everything's a Tumblr thread these days. Don't know if this is any surprise to anybody, but Sony may already be pissing people off with the Venom movie. Okay. Uh, <laughs> pissing people off in what way? Uh, well, Tom Hardy is supposed to be playing Eddie Brock, but um, because of some images that he released, um, it's looking like his symbiote is going to be Agent Venom rather than Venom, which is supposed to be Flash Thompson. Oh, God. Just pick one, you guys. Pick right? one. I was a huge Venom fan growing up. In the 90s, I read his comic religiously. I even liked him more than Spider-Man for a while. I was so into Venom. And I really hope they don't butcher... I know it's a cliche at this point, but I hope they don't butcher my childhood. Oh, they will. But hey, comics are still there. It doesn't take away from the original yeah. source material, but it would be nice for them to just you know, not fuck something up. Carnage is supposed to be the villain. Yeah, Carnage does not age well as a villain. When you're a kid, you're like, oh, interesting. He's zany and murdery. And then you get older and you're like, wow, he's very one-note and boring. And the actor... I don't know if it's still supposed to be Cletus Cassidy, but the actor that they've cast for him is um, the guy... I think the actor's name is Riz Ahmed, the guy who played Bodhi in Rogue One. Oh, yeah. Man, you know what would be good for uh, Cletus Cassidy? Jim Carrey. Jesse Eisenberg. That too. (laughs) Yeah. You want to cast Jesse Eisenberg in a role where he gets to be insane on purpose. <laughs> uh, Should do oh, another fantasy casting uh, A list episode got released of all the stuff that got changed and or edited out from Snyder's version of Justice League. Yeah. And there are there's a petition out to have his version released. <laughs> And of course. Oh, uh, how fickle there are people who, the fans are. There, there are people who actually got to see his version and saw this version and said that Snyder's version actually was better. Remember how five minutes ago they were crucifying him for BVS? Right. <laughs> but, like, some of the stuff... Well, BVS wasn't his fault. The ultimate cut was the superior cut, and that was his original cut. Um, now, it still wasn't a great cut, but it was... But some BVS was not Some Snyder's of the stuff fault. that got changed... Um, Steppenwolf originally was going to be the one who wanted to revive Superman to use against the Justice League. Mm, and so yeah. Batman wanted to revive him first. Right. So that... Preempted. The, yeah. yeah. And that was going to be why they were reviving him, not just because he felt guilty. And the only reason that they were even going to be able to do it was going to be a callback to Man of Steel. Um, Jarrell putting the Kryptonian DNA codex into his body is going to be the only reason that their yeah. plan even worked. That does make a lot more sense. Yeah. And then there Whatever. was supposed to be an appearance of Darkseid. I'm uh, glad there was not an appearance of Darkseid. It was going to be like a tail end of the... After yeah. Steppenwolf went back home, mm-hmm. Darkseid was supposed to kill him and then say, okay, you failed, my turn. And that was going to be how that the movie basically ended for him. Steppenwolf's evil plan was called Project Born to be Wild. <laughs> And no, the reason he kept magic carpet rug. reborn to be one. And the reason he kept referring to the boxes as mother is because his mother's essence was actually in the boxes, and when they were together, they were going to release her power to make him stronger, which would give him the power to actually defeat Darkseid. 
Well, in the first cut, when they when they pried the boxes apart, he was like, Martha, you're hurting Martha. <laughs> <laughs> in the original cut, Martha's in there. In the original cut, he was supposed to rip Cyborg in half. We probably actually should, by the way, start. Yeah, we're eating a lot. There's time one more thing that I wanted. In the there was Shoot. one stinger that got cut out. <laughs> it was Bruce sleeping in his lake house, gets woken up by a green light, and there's Tomare and Kilowog there to talk uh, to him about a new recruit. Okay. <clears throat> All that stuff that got cut that a lot of people thought should have stayed in the movie and there's a petition to get that cut released. Well, who knows? We shall see on home video. Yep. Okay. In any case, um, we've been talking for like 30 minutes of the hour and a half long episode about <laughs> not the, ep- the, the, co- the topic of the episode. The weekend geek. Yeah. Um, so let's actually get into the topic of the episode, shall we? Um, the Punisher. The Punisher miniseries. Um... I think it's probably the... I, I As much as I enjoyed it, I think it's probably the second weakest of the series they've made. Um, I don't... I, I think it's a wor- I think it's very much worth a watch, but I'm not going to rewatch it. Um, so... Well, we can, we can all agree it's better than Iron Fist, right? Yeah, well... Oh, yeah. Th- okay. th- that, that is... It's a pretty low bar. That's but... a low hurdle. Yeah, but, uh, I, I just wanted to... Put that out there. <laughs> I would still say of the uh, of that it's that it's the the only one that cl- outclasses is also Iron Fist. <laughs> Gosh, it's hard to it's hard for me to compare them because maybe a, the Defenders it, because it's a very different show. Yeah, than the others. Well, the Defenders were were handicapped by Iron Fist. by having Iron Fist. Yeah. He's the immortal Iron Fist. I know. He won't stop telling everybody he meets. The Iron Albatross around their shoulders. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, maybe. Uh, gosh, I, I'd have to kind of rewatch some of them. To, it's, mm-hmm. it, it's difficult for me to rank them. Um, I thought it was really good, though. Yeah. I didn't... Well, I don't think it was bad. Just I also don't think it was, like... It didn't blow me away like Luke Cage or Jessica Jones. It was... I didn't expect it to. I yeah. went in expecting it to be exactly what it was because it's hard to make Punisher as expe- as spectacular as it was. It was cool that this was the first Marvel superhero mo- uh, show that had no superheroes. Right. <laughs> no one had any superpowers no whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Yep. Unless you count Frank Castle's ability to take a beating. Yeah. That's yeah. called being a marine. And shoot guns good. Yeah, being married. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, Frank Castle survives enough shit that he should that like more than enough to literally kill a man. Well, yeah, I mean, well, he's still gonna be at least, He should have at least uh, mental issues from all the concussions and no teeth left. Yeah, many people would say he does have mental issues. Yeah, I was gonna say. <laughs> but yeah, no, really, Frank Castle should have been dead in more than one of those fights. Like. He shouldn't have survived the thing at the place. That's a spoiler. Um, and he also oh, yeah. shouldn't have survived the other thing at the place. With the, that was also a spoiler. And, yeah. um, uh, I will say one of the things that that show probably could have dealt with is uh, probably fewer episodes. Yeah, I was going to say that's one of the reasons. Yeah. I would agree. I would agree with your sentiment of not rewatching it, or at least not rewatching it more than mm-hmm. once. Not so much that it wasn't that great, but it's just. It's it wasn't it could have been down eight, very much. It should have been an eight or ten episode. Yeah, they, it was a thirteen episode run, and I mean it held my interest, but there was stuff that was just kind of like not. They very could have tight, at least kind of superfluous. Yeah, sorry, they could have at least cut out the entire last episode. 
Like, they could have had a a resolution mm-hmm. at the end of episode 12. Yeah. But no, they had to have one more big-ass hour-long fight scene, essentially. Yeah, stuff that happened in 13, they I, moved I, up I, I thought it was going to happen in 12. Right. Yeah, the, the timing, especially the ending, was... The, Act 3 had pacing issues. Yeah, it definitely did. Act 1 had pacing issues. Act 2 was pretty good. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, one, another thing that is very much worth uh, mentioning, I liked the way it treated uh, veterans, mm-hmm. for the yeah. most part. Because it recognized, you know, it, it recognized that, you know, there's some, there's some shit they've, they've dealt with. It, I think it had a decent... If perhaps slightly cartoony uh, depiction of PTSD, yeah, uh, with what's his name, the guy who was constantly pursing his lips. The Seriously, that, he always went like the guy that dug a trench. Yeah, he always he always Lewis, looked. Lewis, yeah, yeah, he always looked like he was trying to like like he wanted to kiss. Yeah, someone. that was the actor, or he had just like eaten a lemon. Right. <laughs> Yeah, that he always looked like he had a big, like a big piece of lemon rind in his mouth. It like, <laughs> drove me crazy. Yeah. But yeah, I know that was the actor. It's uh, yeah. If you remember in uh, Punisher Warzone, the actor who played Billy's brother did that a lot too. You mean the, uh, Looney Ben? Looney Ben. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Looney Ben Jim. Yeah, I do remember. Yeah. It, it, no one can see it, but it, I'm doing the thing. <laughs> Quick it's, plug: if you haven't seen Punisher Warzone. Pause the podcast, watch the movie, then listen to the rest of the podcast. That's how important it is. <laughs> I'm not sure amazing. I'd go that far, but okay. Well, I'm I'd say I'd say let get to the at least get to the to, to the <laughs> break where we break for spoilers. Fair enough. Um, yeah. So I mean, the thing the thing with this one, it was slow, but it was it dealt you know like we said dealt with vet, veterans PTSD mm-hmm. a lot of veterans issues. But it also, I think it did make it did make the Punisher so much more human. Oh yeah, yeah. absolutely. <clears throat> Punisher, like, um, I, I feel like I say this every every Marvel uh, every Marvel miniseries, but they did really good casting. They yeah. did. They yeah, really they did. did. It's almost like they know what they're doing over there. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Because I've ne- the I've never really had much of a complaint about any of the casting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Some people didn't like the guy they cast for Danny Rand. I don't think it was the actor's fault. I think it was the writer's fault. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. It was um, mainly a writer's thing. Although, still, I don't... Just physically, I don't think... I mean, I don't know. Well, Danny's always... Uh, like. I know he's not very tall, but the, still... Well, no. Danny Rand and the, and the Mortal Kombat boy have always been wiry. I just... And I can't say that without without referencing that, the, re- the replacements. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Uh, Whitey. Yeah. Whitey. Yeah. <laughs> what was his... Uh, what was the... Uh, the kicker. Uh, Mike, trust me, he looks perfect for Danny Rand. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I couldn't get past the hair. But even some versions in, in the comics have had that hair. In any case. Yeah. Well... So yeah, yeah, and he's whatever. more Bruce Lee than, you know, than... Yeah. He, he... Okay, he either looks like a typical California surfer boy... Yeah. Or like he did in the Netflix series. It's always one or the other. Right. Well, I guess that's the lesser of two evils then, so there you go. Yeah. Bro! <laughs> Harsh! Because I'm, he's like always totally portrayed... Mortal Iron Fist, you guys. Not really. Because he's always per- portrayed as either the Kung Fu Zen person or the hippie. Yeah. Why not be the Kung Fu hippie? They, they, never, do that. they almost never wrote him as both. Like David as David. like a nice blend of both. Alright, um... Uh, anybody have anything else that's worth saying before we before we break your spoilers? 
let's see, non-spoiler <clears throat> stuff. Um, because it was good. Watch it. Yeah, and this one, this one it was, was good enough. It is still good enough to watch. There's enough. Yeah. Well, and, and to to give you an idea of how good this one actually was, a friend of mine, another author friend of mine, who is very picky about her entertainment, <laughs> was just gaga over this, um, and she, you know, and she was she was very, you know, impressed with. Um, the the emotion and the intensity that the you know the characters portray, um, you know yeah. it's like like men with emotions. Oh my god! Right. It's something that a lot of people are always afraid to do when writing for tough male characters is show them as being emotionally vulnerable and right. do that but they perfectly do that with Punisher so oh, yeah. well. And and we'll you know cover this when we get into spoiler territory because that's where most of you know where Frank gets to. Uh, yeah, I can't. I can't even cover without getting the spoiler territory, you know. But Frank gets kind of a second chance. Yeah, something I could say without spoiling anything is um, one of the things I was hoping for before I started the show is. So far, what we saw in um, Daredevil with yeah. him was he was still mostly just out to get the people who killed his family, right, and. Originally in the comics, that's how he started. But eventually, he became, in his own way, a hero. And I was hoping that this, yeah, but in his own way, I I wanted. I was hoping that the show would have him go from being a cause bigger than himself, basically. Yeah, going from revenge to having a purpose. Right. And this show basically gave me exactly what I wanted. Yeah. He go, he goes through that journey pretty much perfectly. Yeah, and I, I think it's fair to say that this isn't really a spoiler because it's the opening two minutes of the show. It's just like, hey, a montage of him killing everyone that was personally like yeah. actually getting their finishing dirty, finishing his finishing job, the revenge on the people that Leftovers. literally killed his family. Yeah. Now, obviously, mm-hmm. it's more complicated than that. Yada yada yada. Spoilers, but yeah. that's they just get that right out of the way. And it's a yeah. great way to kind of kickstart it by seeing the Punisher waste some people in interesting ways. Yeah. yeah. And it, um, yeah, it's yeah, it's very complex. I mean, the way the way they run the whole, through the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you would you wouldn't think the Punisher is a show where the biggest enemies seem to be emotional enemies mm-hmm. and well, like, the, the, you the know, like psychological stuff as opposed yeah. to you know the biggest enemy is the people that is what they're they're carrying around inside them. Yeah, exactly. You know. Um, yeah, yeah, considering how ultra violent and uh, you know, like um, zealous, uh, the the downright maniacal the Punisher could be, I think the show did a very good job of uh, getting you on his side. You may not agree with certain things he does or plans to do, but like you understand like how he gets there right. and his decision making process throughout the whole thing. Okay, and, and it's like it's yeah. a very impressive feat to do yeah. with someone who's such an over the top character. Yeah, and, and and there throughout all of it, and I'll cover more of this in the we see we very much see that internal journey of where he was right. and where he ends up to become the actual Punisher. Yeah. He doesn't become the Punisher until you know until until the end of this. And uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but despite the fact that he's the Punisher, this show actually had less 
actual scenes of violence than some of the other shows. Really, uh, you're very. You well. are very well. Okay. I, it had it had. Uh, there are certain episodes where it it skews the balance. Mm-hmm. It's like not much is happening, not much is happening, and a ton of people die. Yeah. Yeah. And it definitely, in terms of the lo- if you're talking about you're talking about the amount or the level of violence, because this is easily the most violent. Net because uh, I think amount. Is what yeah. Going in for. terms well, of yeah, more people definitely die. In terms in this of one. <laughs> in terms of death and gore yeah. and like the brutality. Yeah, they're not shy yeah, about but it. Fewer action scenes. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like the amount yeah. of actual time actual spent time watching spent violence. F- watching violence. I I'd say probably about average. I'd have to. I'd have to yeah. find well, someone who do the ex- numbers. But less than you would expect for Punisher. For the Punisher. Yeah, I, 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 I agree with that. Well, like if you were to sit down and watch Daredevil and then sit down and watch Punisher, I would expect a lot more action out of a Punisher. Right. Like a lot, a lot more violence out of a Punisher. Yeah, there's than more. There are more like fight scenes or whatever you want to call it in Daredevil. I think you probably still got it, but you're but but you're confused. But I what like I said we would. I'm sure that someone out there has has run the numbers. Um, but yeah, yeah I, I think we're. I mean, I, I think we're at the point where we're outside of running out of non-spoiler. Okay. Yeah, we'll take a break now time. for some music of some sort or another. Probably from ocremix.org because that's where I get most of my music these days for the podcast. Uh, then we will be back for spoilers. spoilers. Time for glory in the infantry. Oh, they've got no use for praises loudly sung. But in every soldier's heart, in all the infantry, shines the name, shines the name of Roger Young. And we're back. So. Wow! Wow! Going forward, there will be spoilers. You have, you can has been warned. Um, and has to. Uh, all your, all your, yeah, all your spoilers are belong to us. <laughs> and other very old memes and references. Mm-hmm. English. And yes. even your memes are old. That's because I'm old. <laughs> You're what? Twenty? Twenty-three? Somewhere in there? Yeah. Twenty-eight. Yeah. Yeah, with another spending. 30 years experience. <laughs> Not quite. <laughs> Not that old. <laughs> I actually... With 22 years of experience. Thank uh, yeah. you very much. I was going to say, I actually am privy to his actual age. I, I, I've been sworn to secrecy, so... <laughs> he threatened to kill me. left hand, right? Yeah. <laughs> he threatened to kill me when I found out because I was at... I was there for his birthday. So. <laughs> uh, yeah. In any case. So, uh, right. Spoilers going forward. Um... Okay, so I think I think it's only fair to open with the least spoilery spoiler that ever was a spoiler. The twist that wasn't really a twist. Yeah, the twist yeah. that that every that anyone with half a functioning brain saw coming after the second episode, and that was that Billy, what's his name, Russo. Russo. sure, Billy Russo was a villain. Yeah. Oh, oh no! Yes. I, I gotta say, actually, I was. I, what I saw is like, okay, well, he's a, like, 
the first goddamn scene I saw him in because he was sticking up for Frank so hard. I was like, well, he's a villain. Yeah. And then like we got to like episode five or six. I was like, wow, maybe he's. No, no, okay, there he goes. Yeah, that was <laughs> Oh, yeah, right, never mind. They, they took their time. Okay, so one thing I want, I want to go back to. Um, the scene, the, the, the flashback scenes, every time Frank's unconscious from waking up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There is a progression there. Uh-huh. You know, as you're watching it, because first he's in the house, and it's, you know, the world is... World the dream goes, gets further and further each time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, but, but then... He's further from home each time. Exactly, because as as he, uh, you know, the first one, he's at home, you know, and then somebody shoots his wife, then it's him, and then he is in a black room. Mm. Well, he's yeah. in the void. Eventually, he ends up in a void with his wife. With his wife. And then she's, you know, give, giving him the choice, you know, come join us. Mm-hmm. And he's like, no. But that whole progression is so well done. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, because yeah. it's his internal journey. Because, you know, first of all, you can see he's left home behind. And he's left his own innocence behind. And then he's, you know, he finally has to leave her behind. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, you, you can... Uh, it's just like the Punisher choosing life. <laughs> so <Yeah>. uplifting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I can deliver a lot more death. Indeed. Um, mm. But the opening, the opening episodes were really well done. Mm. I mean, yeah, him, him as Pete Castiglione breaking a wall. Oh man, the slow simmer of him <laughs> yeah. getting to that boiling point where he finally <laughs> loses it on those guys to save that dude's life was amazing. Yeah, I'll, yeah. And I gotta say with. Um, it was. I was just waiting for like, okay, well, when does he kill someone with the sledgehammer? Right. Yeah. I wasn't disappointed. Yeah. yeah. No. He. The, he this. He, sorry. No. Yeah. He. He does. He does a number with the with the sledgehammer. Yeah. yeah. This, and, and to go back to what I was saying before, spoilers. I I don't know about amount of time spent being violent. But, it was more but this violent. was the most brutally oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. violent. What is there is sh- is off the charts. Oh my god! And not I only did, it. not yeah. just like in a cartoony like, hey, look at all the blood and go like they the way they did it, the way they shot it, and like the sound and everything. Mm-hmm. It's just so visceral. It right. just you felt the yeah. blows. Kind of yeah. like a good analogy is the uh, the hallway fight in uh, episode two of Daredevil where you feel those hits and you yeah. just feel yeah. what he's you going to do. You see him staggering. But yeah. every single fight was like that. Yeah, just yeah. knock down, drag out, yeah. crazy violence. Yeah. And uh, like, when, you know, when he took the... When he when he hit the guy in the knee with the sledgehammer, uh, I yeah. felt that. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I was just like... It was a gravity tag. Oh, God, yeah. And... It's like, and oh. God, I was. I'm just watching it, and that hurt. <laughs> yeah, you know, and and you know, he just that brute. And then, of course, when he goes and takes care of the rest of the mob. By the way, I just like to point out here real quick. This is a recurring theme with any appearance of the Punisher, whether it be the various comics, uh, graphic novel collections, certain runs, the the movies, and the TV show. There's always that scene where the Punisher saves somebody's life. But in the moment, the person either doesn't know that the Punisher is on their side or they know, but they're still scared out of their fucking mind because, mm-hmm. holy shit, this is insane. Yeah. And, like, that guy was about... He was sitting there. He was, like, the, his quote-unquote buddy at the construction site. He was, like, 
knee deep in concrete and he's trying to get out of there and these bodies just keep dropping yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean some of them aren't dead yet but it's like these guys are like slowly dying and bleeding out all around him they were like, definitely dead bodies just they, they, it's not sure whether the bodies had caught up with it yet yeah, yeah. something like that. <laughs> yeah they, I mean the, yeah bodies people keep falling into the but it's just like it was so weird because it's like the Punisher is just this force of nature where even when like he's ostensibly doing good and depending on how you look at it saving people's lives and stuff and it's like but it's still just so like violent and just sloppy and just disgusting yeah Yeah, and and that's the thing I like about (laughs) it is that his fights aren't neat right you know they're and of course the Daredevil fights aren't neat Um, but they're not that messy (laughs) they're not that messy no they're not that mangled you know you know bodies don't bend that way I was positive he was going to help that kid Um, oh yeah uh, I wasn't positive that he was going to go deal with the rest of those mobsters right he got the itch but as soon as he did Mm -hmm. I was like okay they're gonna give me what I want out of this show, <laughs> right, because, yeah, that, right. because the rest of them had nothing to do with him. Right. Yeah, and, and, but they and were the, doing dirty. The thing, but the thing is, he knew what they were going to do. They were going to kill him. They were going to kill the kid, him. Yeah. Yeah. kid, no matter what he did to the other three. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, and and he heard, was a, and he was there uh, early enough that he would would have heard. He says he lives with his grandma. Do whatever you need to. Yeah. It's like, oh, yeah. oh, that was, yeah, that <laughs> By the way, was there's so many little Easter eggs and homages and shout-outs here. This is one of them with the Nucci family. Yeah. There's a famous run of the Punisher where he basically just takes apart the entire Nucci Wasn't family. Wasn't that the first uh, Punisher movie? Well, the, the mm-hmm. first new Punisher movie? Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe. I don't know. Because I know he was going after a mob family in that one. No, this goes the, this goes the Nucci family goes way back into one of the uh, one of the Punishers. I think it was the War uh, uh, War Journal. I mean, it goes it goes a long way back into the, into the Marvel. I think so, I think it's the, the I want to say it's the Garth Ennis run. Um, could have been Ennis. I have to take all of your words for it. I've never read a Punisher comic. Me neither. But, it's been a while. Oh, I can't okay, actually, that's not true. I've read it one. I in remember a comic, the old in a comic journal. shop. And mostly out of because somebody was like, "You want to see something strange?" And it was the uh, it was the comic where Frank Castle got Punch skin a bear? no got skin pigment augmentation and turned and was black for a while. Oh, oh yeah, because yeah. he was on the run and it was Witsec essentially, mm-hmm. except not Witsec because it was run by a mob doctor. Right. What do you mean, you people? <laughs> yeah. And he teamed up with Power Man. Mm. Yeah. Wow. But yeah, it's it's very bizarre. Yeah, it's now, very one thing I loved about that scene with the Nucci's was that you didn't see much of the fight scene. Right. Mm-hmm. It was you know it was, it was Frank in the dark shooting the fuck out of out of out a bunch of scared a bunch of scared mobsters. You know. Well, that's what I love about it is a lot of the choreography where it's like the only reason. Uh, he survives is because he's clever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Not just because I'm the best shot and I'm the machoist guy. It's like, no, actually, you're outnumbered like yeah. you know, six to one, one or eight to one. It's yeah. like you have to do all these things and you have to all do all of them right without, you know, yeah. and he's, to have a chance and he pulls it off. Yeah, and he is a fucking Marine. I mean, he is a he is the best shot. Well, and you get a better uh, idea of that when mm-hmm. they have those war flashbacks and there's that scene where it's like he starts with the full kit and he's got his assault rifle and everything. And yeah. then he's got like his his sidearm. Then he's got his knife. And he's got his bare fucking hands. Where he goes, he goes from. And he's like picking up other people's weapons and stuff. Right. Like that. I love that. That was that was beautiful because he's yeah. got the he's got the, the the assault rifle, 
Then he goes to the shotgun. Yeah, the shotgun. And that was some fucking brutal shit. <laughs> I was just like, oh my yeah. god. And I, the thing is, is not, it's not very John Wick, Wick too. Yeah, yeah. and not that he prepped really, his whole. He prepped his whole. Well, I meant the flashback. No, this is oh, the flashback when he was basically just charging the. Oh, oh, you mean he's building that building? So, so that him and Billy. I'm sorry, Russo. I wasn't, yeah, I wasn't yeah. fully. The assault that he warned the whole was fight. a trap. Yeah, right. That that well, that was the that yeah. was the Netflix series pre- requisite hallway fight. Yeah, yeah, it really was because he was uh, the assault that he warned the uh, uh, the boss major, was yeah, going yeah. to be. A, now, there was a particularly a interesting callback in that scene, as you got the you got the guy's hand on the ground, mm-hmm. you know, with his gun, and then it moves up, and you can see that it's not attached to anything else, and we're go, you know brought to the brought to the courtroom scene, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. uh, of oh, Clancy yeah. Brown. Yep. That was that was the fight where Clancy Brown lost, lost his, his arm. Lost his arm. Yeah. Yep. Um, well, the colonel, yeah, lost his arm, and he was a major then, wasn't he? Um, Whatever. Clancy Brown did it. Yeah, Clancy yeah. Brown did it. Lex um, Luthor. Yeah. The real Lex Luthor. Uh, <laughs> anyways, um, honestly, Clancy Brown acting as Lex Luthor would have been fine compared to Jesse fucking Eisenberg. Right. Because at least he's he got the voice for it. Yeah. Yeah. But <laughs> it, it was. Relax. It was, you know, it, it, that was a, that was a, you know, picking up other people's guns yeah. and then down to his fucking K bar, yeah. you know, and, and that pays off later. Mm-hmm. And he's talking to the kid about yeah, about yeah, the K-bar and yeah, yeah, Marine's best friend. I'd rather yeah. have this, you know, honestly, it's a very disturbing scene. I, I can't, I can't complain about your choice of weapon. Yeah, <laughs> you know, and, and then you know, then suddenly realizing how far off base he was. Mm-hmm. You know, and you know the kid's just trying to find some sense of stability. You know, he's trying to trying to find something to. to I gotta say, is I'm glad it worked, because if it didn't, he's like, oh, I'm taking notes. <laughs> right. Yeah. I expected that to, that kid to actually use that later. Yeah, like like a Chekhov's gun scenario. Chekhov's K bar. Yeah. Have him hurt someone. One of one of the bad guys because you can't have the kid. Hurt another kid, right? Like, I, I don't care if this is unrated TV, right? When you can't have the kid hurt another kid. When he got kid. kidnapped later, I expected him to end up using a knife on somebody. Uh, yeah. I'm glad they didn't. Yeah, no, because that that innocent. It, it, it's the um, it's the uh, it's the it's the it's the trope of uh, of guard your innocence. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Innocence really should is. never be spoiled. And yeah, and I think the of course micro. Micro took the Punisher to a whole new fucking level. I loved the way he. Uh, I love the way he handled him. Oh yeah. Um, mm-hmm. The cat and mouse and the the intro. So yeah. Great. Well, yeah. And, and the way he handled him uh, when when Frank had him captured. Yeah. Right? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Just so indignant the whole time. He's like, "Are we really doing this?" Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. Right. But then, but then had, him put, had him let him put in the password a couple times just so he'd be used to it. So that the third or fourth time he'd be able to grab his pen and yep. Yeah. yeah Actually, use the pen as a as an apparently a secret hypo injector that he had planned on. The, he had planned for this all along. Right. And the thing is, is again that pays off later. Mm-hmm. You know, when Frank used it too. When they when they got when Frank broke yeah. <laughs> you know and yeah. suddenly all of this is on tape you know and I'm just like oh my mm-hmm. god you know we found the gun you had under there <laughs> you're, yeah, but the knife. <laughs> uh, you're you're cute <laughs> you know not the knife and not the cameras <laughs> yeah um so well, the, yeah. the knife was on the damn chair the whole time <laughs> you know like seriously yeah that, that was, you know 
And, and I mean, you're, you're evil villains. You bring your own chair if you're going to tie someone to it. No doubt. You know? <laughs> but, yeah, and that was another great fight scene. Oh, yeah. You know? Once again, just... That that really, more than anything else, I feel, was, was where... I mean, the amount of blood that had come out of Frank's mouth, he <laughs> should not have been physically capable of doing any of the shit he did <laughs> from, due to anemia. But by the same token, by the time it was done, yeah, yeah, he all he could do was lay there on the floor. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, he also got shot up with adrenaline. Yeah, yeah, that was that was kind of like, oh, you were stupid. <laughs> yeah, when yeah. he he was like passing out, mm-hmm. and then I forgot his name, Collins. Yeah, Rollins. Rollins. Yeah, Rollins. AKA Agent shot him up with adrenaline. I was like, oh, you fucked up. Yeah. Why oh, would you never? You that no. No! Yeah, it's a rookie mistake, bro. That's like... Well, remember, he's... Bastard he's, needs to read the evil overlord list again. Exactly. Well, that's the thing, though, is he's sadistic and irrational. Yeah. Which they had established that, you know, he had been that way the entire time. Mm. And that was, was holding him back. That was another one of my favorite moments, was when Frank fires that shot at Rollins. At, yeah. Oh, yeah. And the bullet that's dead right. center on his forehead. Yeah. And, and, and the thing is, is he flinches, but not that much. Yeah. It's like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> but then, he, you know, so on the one hand, you know, he thinks he's a cold badass, but on the other, you know, he realizes, holy shit, <laughs> you know, Castle's Wait, here. Man, I'm glad I had that bulletproof glass installed. <laughs> right? right? Yeah. yeah, and I loved the, the, uh, the, the mortician guy. That was just... That was uh, is it, it, it with the with the the fetish woman? Oh yeah. I okay. I can't remember. Oh. The, the 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 guy who was in charge of putting the the ah uh, oh yeah yeah, yeah yeah with with the dominatrix yeah and because she was totally just dumb she was totally just a dog. <laughs> but yeah, I was just like fetish woman. Fetish well. <sighs> <laughs> Rest in peace, Dominatrix. Yeah, because that's better. To, to that, to me, that was a totally pointless death. Well, that that's was, kind of the point, though, right? Uh, no. All these people pointlessly getting killed, and the... well, the thing is, is, she did nothing to warrant. She was a witness. Is all it was. Yeah. Yeah. Well, she. But the thing is, is she was that. Um, she was part of the setup to begin with. Yep. She was gonna. The minute she was part of the setup, she was dead. She knew Castle was alive. She. Yeah. She, she knew, knew way too much. Knew way too much. No. Yep. She was doomed. Yeah. Even if that whole op had gone right, the mortician and the dominatrix were both dead. They still would have come loose. Um, Because that is definitely how they operate. Yeah, really hard to get of Speaking of people getting hurt or killed when they don't deserve it, I I like that they addressed um, Frank being in situations where he realized he may have to hurt or even inadvertently kill people that aren't really bad people yeah. to do what he to achieve his ends and he actually struggles with that you know yeah. and he does his best to like minimize it and avoid it like when he gets, comes across that kid on the yeah. way out and he's like listen I don't want to do this I'm going to walk that this. way and do he what eventually you do. shoots him in the leg yeah, <laughs> yeah. well and, and you also see it when he's having to deal with the police right mm-hmm. you know never kills a cop never really hurts a cop so, so bad yeah and saves what's her name it saves Madani multiple yeah, times. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and when he drags her from her burning poor, poor car. Oh God, yes, yeah. her beautiful burning car. <laughs> yeah, that was the like, first cops that he deals with. It's after he uh, disarms that bomb, throws a rock at one, and then bashes the other with his own door, mm-hmm. just right. enough to knock him out so he can steal the car. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know, and just like you know, 
and they're putting guns at him, you know. But he never kills them. Never kills them, and and that's the thing that that's the thing about the Punisher. That on the one hand is is what makes him an antihero, but on the other makes him completely unrealistic. Um, you mean just that there'd be more collateral damage by now? Yeah, it's that his he, his almost complete lack of collateral damage is mm-hmm. it is actually Frank Castle's main superpower. And to be exactly. fair, you could you could lay that criticism at most heroes' feet. This Look is at true. Superman, for God's sake. Yeah, well, no, Superman gets his fair share of collateral Although, damage. Although, Man of Steel pretty much yeah. lay, leans but, into but that. But, and and I'm, not, I'm not saying that, in, <laughs> I'm not saying that in, as a criticism. Oh, yeah. I'm just saying that's what makes this a comic book. That's right, what, exactly. That's what makes this uh-huh. good fiction. Right, yeah. Because even trained... You know, even trained uh, people, and I know this from the tiniest modicum of experience on a gun range, to say nothing of, of real life. Me with a pistol at 25 yards, I might hit a, a, a one-foot plate-sized target, you know, four or five times when I'm aiming. And yeah, those are always some of the least realistic parts of these Shows that involve a lot of gunplay are the relatively long-range pistol shots that actually make it. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Because <laughs> if I had, because uh, I, I did this when I first got when I got my first uh, handgun, uh, which was a Walther. Baby's first handgun. <laughs> no, no, my first first handgun Fisher was Price. a twenty-two, uh, a Ruger twenty-two. But when I pick as when I got my first nine mil, uh, my my Walther. Um, at first, you know, I, I did it shooting, you know, aiming and, and firing and everything like that. But I was, you know, I was talking to my, uh, talking to Kyle, my, um, my army, <laughs> my friend who was, who served two tours in uh, Iraq and Afghanistan. And uh, I was like, you know, how realistic is that? And he says, really not very, you know, you would have to draw, um, you know, draw, acquire the target without actually seeing it first. So I tried that, and this was the, at the gun range at Bass Pro, with me no farther than I am from your door to a target. Um, you know, basically grabbing, popping around in, remembering to have the safety off, and popping, you know, and and, and chambering around, uh-huh. and then shooting, uh, you know, as fast as I could. First two or three rounds, yeah, I wasn't even anywhere close. You know, and it takes a lot of practice to get to that point. And I did that two or three times. And by the third time, I could hit maybe half the time out of an eight-round magazine. So, yeah, this is not realistic, but that's what this is about. This is entertainment. The And the reason I say that is because that's something we have to keep in mind. You know, because there was a lot of people going on about gun control, gun control. You know, okay, no, this is entertainment. <laughs> This is not, you know, this this is not a political thing. Yeah. That's what this character is all about. And he does things that we cannot. Yeah, and did I say this in the non-spoiler thing? But I think they did the, they did gun control really well. I don't know if I said this. That was pre-show. Yeah, before, yeah, that was, I don't know if I said this pre-show or it was pre-show. Yeah, pre-show. Yeah. Um, because spoiler alert, we're friends and we talk before before we start recording. <clears throat> yeah. Um, I think that they really did the only intelligent and uh, the only intelligent thing they could have done mm-hmm. with the whole gun control debate which when is 
laying out the standard uh, the standard points of both sides and leaving it entirely at that. Well, yeah, and, and the, I, I love that scene. Of course, also, of course, they put the the gun control advocate. They kind of painted him as yeah. They painted him as uh, as a yellow bellied coward because mm-hmm. <laughs> he was like, oh, don't shoot me, don't shoot me, you know, and and. Um, it well, to be Karen. fair, I think anyone in that situation would be pissing their pants, but... Well, yeah, I would be. I mean, I've, I've only faced danger like that once, and that was that was some scared kid with a knife, yeah. you know, robbing me in a store. You know, I'm going, okay, I need to be very nice to this person and, and not give him a reason to stick that in my body somewhere. And... Out of you know, context, it's not comfortable. of the night. Hmm? It's not comfortable. yeah. <laughs> What's well, not comfortable? Being Getting stabbed. stabbed. Getting stabbed. Have you? Yes. Well, <laughs> learned something new. I've only had my ass kicked before. So I can never remember which arm it was but up here. <laughs> the only time I've ever been stabbed was by, by a surgeon. <laughs> <laughs> he cut me, man. But um, yeah, I've, I've, I've had my ass kicked around, and that's that doesn't scare me so much. But yeah, when you're looking at a fillet knife, you know, but. When the ta- when the tables are even, you know it's a different thing. But uh, that was a good that was a really good episode though, and I'm yeah. trying to remember what the what the name of that episode was. Yeah, I don't remember it either. But it, they did the interesting time lapse, like different perspective. Yeah, the, it, it, in uh, yeah, it was, it's a it Rashomon. Was, uh, it was their uh, yeah Rashomon episode. Yeah. Um, um, only yeah, because each each perspective was different. Mm-hmm. I think it was like episode five or so. Yeah, yeah. They and called that episode in uh, in leverage the Rashomon job. By the Rashomon way, job, just yeah, great. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, I love that. Just uh, a random aside here before I forget. Um, I think it was episode six, the Gunner episode, where he, you know he has his off the grid friend that he visits. Mm-hmm. And yes, things oh. go down in the woods. Any uh, any critical role fans out there? Travis Willingham, aka Grog, is one of the uh, one of the Black Ops guys that's sent to kill him, and then winds up getting stuck with a pungu stick and brutally stabbed to death. Yeah, yeah. yeah. well, you yeah, know. that one's that that's one's what you get for being a minor character in the Punisher. But right. he had a blast filming it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, and, and the, the thing on that one, yeah, that's it's cool. But to go back to the the gun, the uh, the Rashomon episode. Um, I liked how they did get each person's um, each person's vision of it the same, you know, it's, it's different but the same because the physical evidence always matched. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, it's it consistent. Uh, but I got to say that probably was like the worst episode to shoot though because you kept kept having to do the same scene. But slightly different. Yeah. Not to mention the time, the, the number of takes you had to do for each slight difference of that scene. Right. And you know they had to CGI the blood spray until the end. Yep. Vir- um, Virtue of the vicious. Virtue of the vicious. Yeah. And that was in and of itself. Um, I think one of the better. Does one of them actually get sprayed with blood and has to react to it? Uh yeah, Karen does I think. Yeah, uh, that means that meant they had to redo that. That that mean that that meant they had to redo a grip with a small glass of stage blood, flipping it in her face. Yeah, every scene too. Yeah, <laughs> but she, and reset. Yeah, and 
that was you know, that they did it with water and and, yeah. and and then CG blood later. Yeah, which might be harder. I'm not sure. But that led to a great scene in the basement when uh, when Frank is talking about him being a creature of habit. You told mm-hmm. me to cut that white wire. Yeah, you know. <laughs> yeah, and, and so suddenly she's going. You're so yeah, reaching for the wire. Reaching the wires and, and Frank having a uh-uh. Uh-uh. Yeah. <laughs> and then once she has it, he says, I know what, I bet you know everything that's in that purse, don't you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because he knows she's got a gun. Well, yeah, he knows she came in with a gun, but he didn't know that, he, well, he would have known they would have taken it away from her. <laughs> but she got Sorry. it back after the, uh... She got, no, she got a different one. She took one of the, she took one of the, uh, one of the, the guard's guns. Sorry, um, Facebook just gave me a thing that, that is appropriate here. Small image macro with uh, with Daredevil Jessica Jones, uh, Luke Cage, and the Punisher. Got his power. Uh, Daredevil got his powers thanks to a scientific accident. Jessica Jones got her powers thanks to a scientific accident. Luke Cage got his powers thanks to a scientific accident. Um, Punisher got his powers thanks to the United States Marine Corps. <laughs> <laughs> yep, but. Um... But at the end, you know, at the end of that too, when he's talking to the kid through the in the in the in, in the, the walk-in fridge, in the walk-in fridge, you know, it, he's even then he's urging the kid to do the right thing, mm-hmm. you know, it, which is, you know, is stop killing everybody. Well, not so much that. Well, is, stop needlessly bombing shit. Well, it's you know, take yourself out of the picture. Mm-hmm. You know, and that kid's journey was was still sort of sympathetic, but you can see where he goes off the rails, and you don't agree with him, but you can see why he's going where he's going. The um, the the scene that it was interesting to me when he when he had the confrontation with the guy that lied about his war experience, yeah, and he wound up killing the guy, but the guy pulled the knife. Exactly. He's the one that escalated that. Yeah. yeah. And I found that really interesting. Well, and he they, lost his shit in the moment and you know, stabbed him about a million times and killed him, but like well, that he's the he guy was, that drew the knife. Yeah, well, Who's that's to say he didn't just beat the shit out of him and leave if he hadn't drawn if he hadn't drawn that knife. Exactly. You know? Well see, and that's the way the kid was trained. That's right. you know, is when you you know, you um Yeah, it's like knife, my life's in danger, training kicks in, he yeah. stabs the shit out of him. Yeah, you you fight to you fight what's interesting, which Watching that episode reminded me of something that I've heard um, about uh, about um, army and marines. You know what the most often the uh, weapon uh, that most often comes up in knife fights is the is the helmet. Oh yeah, <laughs> they will use their uh, most often uh, because especially in Afghanistan. Uh, our troops are told don't engage in a knife fight with them. Get away and shoot them, motherfucker. But don't go knife. Don't go <coughs> knife to knife for them because their knife skills they will carve you the fuck up. Yep. So most of the time, what happens is is that troops would get their helmet off and use it to beat the fuck out of whoever they were fighting <laughs> until they could get back to their weapon. Yep. <laughs> you yeah. know. I mean, 
a helmet is a very good impromptu weapon. Yeah. It really is. Because, you know, it's really hard. It's well, kind of made to deflect bullets. Yeah. Well, they, yeah, and, and it was just one Not of Not necessarily things. stop, but deflect. Yeah, right. But it, it's one of those things of, yeah, but when the kid, because one of the things you notice, I noticed when he, when he got the knife, is he did not stab him just once. No, you stabbed him a billion goddamn times. Yeah, you stabbed him until he stopped moving, you know. Right. Because that's what you do. Yeah. And Frank did the same thing in uh, in Daredevil 2 uh, in the prison in the prison hallway fight. Right. When he got the shiv off, shiv off the one guy, he shit the guy in the gut like he shanked him 20 himself. fucking times. Yeah, he shanked him as yeah, he got him as many times as he could. Because you want to make sure he bleeds out quickly. Well, there yeah, and you're you're liable to get a more um, vital organ. Um, there you is an episode uh, yeah, <laughs> there's an episode of the last ship where there is a uh, an Australian uh, special forces that they pick up uh, from uh, from Newark or Norfolk, uh, and one of the one slight of the, difference there, but yeah, a little bit Norfolk, Virginia, where they were in Norfolk, uh, and they uh, they get into a gunfight, and it's it's a great it's a great combat scene, but the uh, they get into hand to hand, and this guy basically grabs his knife and just like Joe Joe Joe, you know, just ice picks this motherfucker, you know, and it's like. <laughs> That is knife fighting. That's brutal, hard, you know. And you don't do it with the front. You do it, you know. You do it with the with the, with the knife pointing down. So yeah, but uh, but that whole other the rest of that scene, you know, it was that virtue of the vicious was one of the better episodes, one of the more memorable episodes for me. And the one after that, when they go to when they go out to the woods. Yeah, Gunner. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, the virtue one really names their kid, their kid Gunner. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, when they go out to the woods and because um, Micro uses drone technology, you know, basically proves to Castle why he needs them. Yeah. yeah. By the way, I'm really important. <laughs> yeah. You know what I am? I'm eyes in the sky. Yeah. Remember yeah. having this in Afghanistan? Wasn't it nice? <laughs> Look at me, Frank. I'm demonstrating my value. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, he's like, you got four coming around. I mean, he's like, what? I mean, and that was a great use of the drone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it wasn't really much of Chekhov's drone because he was work- working on it in the episode it was employed in. Right. True. <laughs> yeah, and, you know. Yeah, I think they did a good job of making that stuff fairly natural. Mm-hmm. I like the battle wagon. Yeah. Battle van, sorry. Yeah, they, they did it without doing it. it which yeah. Was, yep. You know, it was low a battle key, band still. Yeah, I mean, it yeah. still had the, it still had the paint. Mm. They haven't had time for him to upgrade it. Speaking yeah. of iconic uh, Punisher stuff, uh, he only has the skull shirt in like the last episode. The first and last. Yes, the first and the, the, the very skull opening skull montage. Because he's second to last it. and the last. He's done. Yeah, yeah, because he 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 re- the Punisher was retired. Yeah. He thought he was done, and then yeah. once he realizes, okay, I'm getting back in, officially getting back into this shit, he yeah. gets another one. Mm-hmm. Yep. Like, okay. Yeah. I guess it's my motif. <laughs> and I love the fact that he gets hit a lot. Yeah. yeah. And, and that vest the, got blown to shit. Yeah, that, that, <laughs> and you could see, and I love that they kept the bullet holes in it. Yeah. You yeah. could see the bullet holes in the plate, you know. And yeah. I was just like, that is. Yeah, that's that's a firefight. You're gonna get hit. Yep. Which you know, um, 
was... I did like how there were a couple times when he did get shot. It wasn't like a ama- super amazing, but you could you you saw there was still impact because yeah, it shot his ass down. Yeah, <laughs> you get shot in a bulletproof vest. You might not die, but you're gonna bruise if not break a goddamn rib. Yeah, yeah. When, when Billy was shooting him in the last episode, yeah, he kept putting him down. He'd get <laughs> up again and he'd just shoot him again. <laughs> yeah, and that was yeah, mm-hmm. that was a that was a good. Of course, that was brutal. Yeah, the fight with Billy at the end on the on the merry-go-round was fun, yeah. although it was entirely unnecessary. No, we, we had well, no, like, finish fighting. Well, they got to at least condense it. Was finishing with Ari because we it shouldn't have got its own fucking episode. Yeah. Well, yeah. And the other thing though is that it brought Frank full circle. And I, what I find interesting about that scene is even then, after all they've been through uh-huh. and everything, uh, when he is talking to the hostages, he's like, "Tell my friend Frank over there." He still calls him his friend. Yeah. Yeah, he makes it a point to say his friend Frank. Yeah, and and it, that's that's a curious idiosyncrasy of mine is I will often refer to people as my friend, you know, with a with a name. Um, but yeah, tell my friend because even then, even when he was had to you know was trying to kill him, it was kind of like. You know, it's just because I got to do this. Well, Frank, why you got to make me kill these guys? And just, just in uh, the previous episode, this was this may be my my favorite moment in the entire series is when uh, when Rollins is just being total mustache twirly sadistic villain guy, and it's so bad that Billy fucking Russo is like, man, fuck this guy, and he like helps Frank kill yeah. him. He's like, <laughs> yeah. I've had enough of this well, yeah, shit. Well, that that was that was something. After after I watched it, I did what I normally do, which is then I go on and read reviews. I if it's something that I'm gonna, especially if we're gonna review it for the show, I avoid any pollution of my opinion mm-hmm. on it before I've consumed the media. Right. Afterward, uh, once I've established my own opinion, I'll go in. And there was something. It was it was something just kind of interesting. Not so much anything else, but. It was very obvious that Rollins thought that Billy was his dragon, whereas Billy thought that Rollins was a pawn. Or at the very least, you know, like, maybe maybe not a pawn, but like maybe a bishop? Well, Billy and Rollins were playing two different games the entire time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Rollins thinks he's this grand... He's the grand... Brain and... I bark... You know, I, I, I say... I say, speak, you bark... Um, yeah. yeah. Whereas Billy was at a considered him at best a partner. Right. Yeah, because and that's that's the problem that you run into when you are dealing with people who are considerably more deadly than you are. Okay. R- Rollins had no scruples, but he also had no training. Yeah, yeah, Rollins was just a means to an end for him, and he didn't he took for granted uh, everyone just falling in line every time he shouted an order, and meanwhile, Billy just playing the long game didn't give a shit. Mm-hmm. Right. Because he, yeah, and, and Rollins, for all that he was, you know, oh, I'm, you know, I'm the guy in control, he could not stand up to Frank. You know, he could not handle Frank one-on-one. Yeah. And he went down from one punch from Frank years ago. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and blinded and, from yeah, and lost an eye in the process. Yeah, I mean, that's, that is, you know... Um, yeah. And what his record said, it was from uh, 
yeah. like injury in the field or something yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah. trying to clean. Yeah, and got like a goddamn it. purple heart for it or something. Yeah. yeah. Well, and and the other thing that I, yeah, of course, then you had the uh, and then he got the what is it the uh, the service star from you know for from the CIA. Yeah. And yeah. Um, I liked how the CIA the the CIA director when he found when she found out about it, it was like, okay. We're going to cover this up because otherwise it looks like I got egg on my face, but you're out. Yeah, you're done. Yeah. You're going to retire. Yeah, yeah, I found her to be an interesting character. Like, she was like, oh, God, this is disgusting. I don't want to cover this up, but I feel like I have to. Yeah. And then but like, she was still, if he wasn't willing to fix yeah. it, she was still willing yeah, to take you, him down. Even right. him taking yeah. We are, yeah. either, either you fix this and, reti- and and silently retire and go away, or we both burn. Yeah, yeah. I liked her. <laughs> and, oh, and, yeah, uh, and I like, yeah. I have to, I have to point out real quick, the, um, the so, actress that plays her plays Maid Marion in Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves, and her character's name is Marion. Yeah. Talk about an homage. Uh, yeah. that, that's a that's a way back right yeah. there. Yeah. She's yeah. She and she's a, she's a and she she was tough as nails. Yes. Mm-hmm. You know, and she was one cast iron bitch. And speaking <laughs> of, let's let, let's go to Madonna. Let's talk oh, yeah, about she's Madonna. Great too, yeah. Yeah. yeah, who was who actually was farther ahead of the game than anybody else. Throughout most of the thing, you know, it was the show, except for where Russo was concerned. Yeah, blind spot because she's yeah. blanking him, of course. Well, you know, he had he a blind never, spot for her too because yeah. you know, kind of a willing blind spot. Well, yeah, he didn't know that she was up to anything until he looked at her files. Right, that's true. Right. Well, he didn't like, know that he didn't know that she was up to anything like with the with the ambush. <laughs> you know, she suckered him. Yeah, I'm sick of that trope though of like, oh hey. I am this seasoned agent, but I'm just going to leave around sensitive files just laying around the house. Like, they're not locked up in a secure, like, file cabinet or, like, an encrypted thing. You know, it's just like, oh, yeah, you can just paw through them when I'm asleep. I mean, really, guys? Come on. Yeah. That's kind of a stupid trope, but, eh. But, yeah, that was was one of the most fucked up things when he killed her partner and those and other people there and then like immediately after he's just bathing her like nothing like yeah, yeah, nothing basically, to do yeah basically yeah I was telling uh, I was like damn I was cool. telling Tiffany about this like I think he legitimately actually cared for her. oh yeah he so, so he actually he felt did. bad for what he he didn't feel bad for killing Sam but he felt bad for how she felt about it exactly yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> yeah and that was yeah it's a really weird dynamic <laughs> And I I agree that the fight with Billy did not need its own episode. Yeah. But still needed to happen. Otherwise, we would not get Billy. Uh, obviously, they becoming show jigsaw. It. Yeah, yeah, becoming yeah. jigsaw. Right. Mm-hmm. I was hoping they would actually reveal that before the show ending. We're not yeah, gonna get that until no. they're yeah. just gonna yeah. have him in a wait, full wait, face cast. Yeah. Which is uh, nice. I until, liked, until season. Two. I liked his little uh, Assassin's Creed hidden blade. Yes. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, that was pretty crazy. Which really shouldn't work. Eh, it could. If you have to have your arm up like this, you take all. You basically you're stretching everything out like this. It it takes a lot. Takes a lot of the power out of your out of the thrust. You're yeah, but it's a really sharp blade. You don't need to go very far. You don't need as much power because it's going. That is a spring loaded blade. Yeah. Reminds me of Taxi Driver. <laughs> Only, you know, played instead of gun. Yeah. But, um... What else?
But Madani was a very complex character. Um, I mean, she was she was good at what she did. She was tough. She was smart. Mm-hmm. You know, and she figured Stubborn. out. Stubborn. Yeah. yeah she true. figured out really quick. Nobody did anything until I mentioned, you know, until I mentioned... It's like, oh, hey, there's a bug in my office then. Yeah, so I mentioned Gunner's name, and the next day he's dead. Yep. Mm-hmm. Something's up. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Of course. Uh, she I was... love the little play act that they did, too. Yeah. That's nice. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Especially since uh, Sam really didn't have his lines very good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Sam tried so hard. Yeah. A shame he died. Yeah. But, you know. I loved his uh, brand of smartassery. <laughs> yeah. I found it very endearing. Anybody else reminded of, of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia when you saw him, though? No, I didn't really I watch, watch it, so. Okay. I never watched it. Yeah. But, he, uh, he looked a little, he, he made me think about it, but maybe I'm just crazy. I mean, I think that's been well established, actually. So. You may be right. Yeah, it could be a little above. You may be crazy. <laughs> it might just might be a lunatic you're looking for. There you go. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's that that that's become kind of a game with us, just to throw the list <laughs> out. Fine, yeah. Who, who can finish the quote or the reference? <laughs> I, the funny thing is, I really don't like Billy Joel. I love Billy Joel. Counterpoint. Ah uh, well. I like a couple of his songs, but yeah. in general, I think the man's overrated. I never read any of Punisher, but um, mm-hmm. one of the things I... It wasn't really a complaint, just a, a observation a lot of people made online was that they changed something about Micro. Micro used to be an older guy. Uh, he used That's to be... not really much of a change. Yeah, he used to be an old... <laughs> yeah. uh, an old... Uh, like, he used to look a lot like me. Uh, I know in Warzone it was Wayne Knight that played him. Right. I okay. Um, Wait, not Newman, oh, Newman in Seinfeld. Seinfeld. Oh my or god. Or the hacker guy in Jurassic Park. Against yeah. Acid Newman. Space. <laughs> yeah. No, that's Newman. Yeah. <laughs> Hello, Newman. Hello, Jerry. <laughs> I gotta say that was so creepy when Frank goes to his over. house for the first time. I was like, oh geez, yeah. really? You're going there, Frank? Jesus. Yeah. When he gets in fire van. <laughs> yeah. yeah. When he. But yeah. And then just hangs around. And that was one of the biggest yeah. plot holes of that show is where it's just like, oh, hey, look, he looks slightly different and has a fake name, even though he's been all over the news constantly. And even after he shaves and cuts his hair to look back like Frank goddamn fucking Castle. Yeah, he specifically, yeah. <coughs> I mean, I'm like, come on, guys. I Nobody mean, before when guy. he had long hair and a beard, at least I can kind of, I can kind of yeah, buy that. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, if Saddam Hussein knocked on my door, I wouldn't know who he was. Yeah. Even though he's been all over the news. Yeah, well, he I don't pay enough attention. But he hasn't been over the news. He hasn't been all over the news since he got killed like six, seven years ago. I Frank know. Castle had been in the news not even in the past year. But he bit them all. Does she pay that much attention to it? Well, okay, all right. So let's, let's she, try she was married to a person who worked for freaking NSA. Yeah. So probably yeah, she'd probably be included. Yeah. One Sorry. Hang on, hang on. I'm gonna try something. I'm gonna try something really quick. Um, Twelve minutes, by the way. No. Okay. No, actually, I'm sorry. Fifteen minutes. I'm crazy. Is that so we established that. Yes. Yeah. The clock is ticking. Pop clock is ticking. Okay. Um, He's a spare hand. Take cover. Yeah, the bro, the the burgeoning bromance over time was great between Frank and yeah, my, my yeah, yeah. Call me an asshole. I betrayed you. 
<laughs> right? Yeah. I li- also like how Frank... It took so long for Frank to accept Micro, like, at all, because, like, when Micro finally gets it one over on him and stabs him with the hypodermic, uh, apparently it was full of heroin, too. Mm. Uh, because it's sorry about the heroin. I'm like, fucking hell, you hit him with heroin? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, is it, why am I alive? <laughs> yeah, his reaction is, why am I... And, and Micro's like, because I told you we're on the same side, dumbass! Right? <laughs> and then the look on his face when Micro's wheeling him to the desk. <laughs> like, I can't believe I'm doing this. <laughs> what are you trying to look up? Okay, well, Saddam Hussein. Nope. Versus Muammar Gaddafi, because that because they always look very similar in my mind. Nope, nope. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I'll take that somewhere. Well, it's Gaddafi, mm. not Gaddafi, but because like um, Henry Cavill went through New York wearing. A blue shirt with the big Superman logo. Mm-hmm. No glasses. Had his hair done like Superman. Nobody Did he stopped have a mustache? it. No, <laughs> it was before Justice League. It was like right yeah, after. He's making a point about the glasses. Yeah, it was right after BVS. Yeah. He wasn't wearing. It was just jeans and the big Superman shirt, and his hair slicked back, so he looked like Superman, and just walked down New York. Not a single person stopped him. Well, that's because he's Henry Cavill and not Superman. I know, but still. It's, I, I'm that sorry. That movie literally just came out, and nobody on the street recognized him. Okay. Um, I would argue that Superman is more famous than any actor ever. But if Superman had actually, if Superman had been real and actually done that, then people would have re- reacted. <clears throat> well, that's as close as we're gonna get into the real world. Yeah. Until we genetically engineer. Well, Superman. he was trying to get people to recognize him as the actor who played Superman. Ah. Uh-huh. Because people would spot the X and then look up and see his face. Who is that? I'm not sure. She looks somewhat familiar. I don't know, Spell. It's Amanda Knox, the uh, American student who was through all in the papers, uh, the Italy, the murder in Italy. Yeah, I'm definitely okay. familiar. Well, in the news. To, you know, to be fair. As far as that goes, that was a very picture reliant. It was more of a name. Yeah. For the most part. Also, to be fair, mm-hmm. I don't have a television service. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so that's movies, so that's movies. not like I I I I I I I accept your point, but the fact of the matter is, mm-hmm. I can plead ignorance to to recent news because my my source of news is the radio. Mm-hmm. I'm that much of a hipster, <laughs> um, so I don't recognize people from the news. She worked. She was the wife of someone who worked for NSA. Mm-hmm. She would watch the news and would watch the news. I mean, there's there's always going to be suspension of disbelief. Yeah, whatever. It, I, mean, yeah. It, it, I think it stands out more in this show, and I guess in a weird way, it's a compliment because we're so invested in that being. Realistic. Yeah, it's the it's such a grounded show with no actual superpowers and stuff that when there is something obvious like that, you're like, oh, hey, wait a minute, what mm. gives? Also, honestly, just if like, it, unless Micro is just a bad husband and didn't teach her any tradecraft, she should have found the the cameras too. Right. <laughs> well, the thing is, is she he 
a lot of his tradecraft he picked up afterwards. Yeah, he was an analyst. He, he had to learn, yeah. you know, uh, he was a hacker yeah. more than anything. I like how, uh, I like how, how Frank was, was just smart on him immediately. It's like, it's like, it's like you know, yeah, I hurt my leg, got myself a limp. Probably screwed up your gait analysis, didn't it? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was that was good. Because yeah. I he really and see that was the thing is I loved how how micro tracked him down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He waited for a mess of bodies to randomly appear and then did and then did gait analysis, which is brilliant. Yeah. Because uh, if you've got if you've got enough footage and you would mm-hmm. of Frank Castle. Um, well, I mean, he he didn't get the gate analysis until he watched Frank leaving. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, but but that's because he found the but but he had the he had the data on file to mm-hmm. analyze the gate. Yeah, and and you know, so he so he could follow him all throughout New York City. Mm-hmm. And I loved how he you know like because he knew Frank was going to go after whatever you know had the had the phone waiting for him you know when he was actually on top of the diner. Yeah, <laughs> that was brilliant. Yeah, he had yeah. the mirror waiting on top of the other building, so it looked like that's where he was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. When he was actually on top of the same diner, get you know Frank was in. I was like, that's <laughs> fucking brilliant. Yep. Yeah. Make him neat. run three hundred yards away. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and uh, yeah, and then be waiting because he knew you know he knew he was gonna get he was gonna get the upper hand on him. And that's the thing about Micro. In many ways, he was very smart until he got very stupid. You know, <laughs> like when he he showed up uh, when Frank was playing ball with his kid. Yeah, yeah. You know, and Frank had to. Well, yeah. I don't blame him for that. I don't he either. He's losing it at that point. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he'd been away from his family for what a year, and a year, years? and he'd been spending it all in a salt plant in a bathrobe. Yeah. yeah, in a basement. Yeah, that bathroom must have been the grossest fucking thing. Yeah. <laughs> I've been living for a, I've been living yeah. for a year in my, in, in a, I've been living living in a basement for a year in my bathrobe. Although and his I, wife's I, like, I could believe that. <laughs> and the thing I love that I love the lair. That was really well yeah. set out because yeah. you had the place for for vehicles. You had he had his workstation. He had his living area. Yeah. He had the area for Frank. You know, he was ready. He was. He was waiting for Frank because he needed Frank. He yep. needed Frank. Yeah. He needed well, honestly. Him and Frank needed each other. Yeah. He he needed he needed someone, but and he got Frank. <laughs> Micro's phone must have been a freaking Nokia. Because of the amount of abuse it had to take. The fact that he got shot and it saved his life. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, well, um, yeah, like nine minutes. Final thoughts. Uh, Punisher, this one was a lot less, I mean, it was violent, but the violence was spread out. It was more about the characters, Mm -hmm. which is interesting as hell to say about a Punisher story. Had a lot of really good practical violence effects, too. It did. It really did. Like, uh, when, what's his name? The guy with the, with the gammy leg, um... Oh, Curtis. Curtis. When Curtis was beat to hell... 
Man, it that, yeah, that looked, yeah, looked, it looked good. It yeah. beat me with my own leg. Well, yeah. he that was that was Check doomed. To, leg. That was doomed to happen. Yeah. Check off it, leg. Yeah. yeah. Either yeah. the leg was, the leg was going to be used to beat someone, or the only was, question was whom. Yeah. Or yeah, was or, or was it very least going to be a thing <clears throat> that had to because he mentioned it like once an episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and Curtis was a great character. Curtis. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean. Mm-hmm. Curtis is what is what we hope every vet can find. Funny story, Curtis is a villain in the comics. Yeah. Hmm. Um, uh, well, Micro turn you know in the comics actually ends up uh, turning against him at one point. Well, everyone everyone hates Frank Castle eventually, right? He has that effect on people. But um, something to do something to do with being a murderous bastard. <laughs> this is true. But just Curtis, being a dick in general. The, the thing about this is one of the things that mm-hmm. I, I think I want. I, I wish everybody could take from it is, is yeah, our vets come back. Our vets come back broken. Yeah, with some horrendous internal wounds you cannot see. Yeah. Trying to adjust from a world where they're doing something that matters and they're with a bunch of people who, you know, who are their family in an intense relationship that do- goes beyond anything that that most civilians are ever going to understand. Yep. Trying to be normal and it's just so hard to do. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't help that a lot of people don't don't appreciate what they have done. Right, and the thing is, is it doesn't matter the politics behind where they went or why they went or any of that. Yeah. These are men who were doing the job that they swore to do. They they yep. they gave an oath. They gave this country a blank check to do with mm-hmm. their lives as, they, as it would. Yeah, I'll be honest. I don't like most of. Uh, to, to at the risk of being somewhat political, I don't like most of what America has done with with our armed forces in recent time. But I would never dis. But I would never be angry at, at a member of our armed forces for doing it. Right. Right. Yeah. I have not they, liked their bosses. Yeah, they have uh, upheld, <laughs> they have upheld their oath. For that. <coughs> um, and yeah, there's a lot of damage. There are a lot of vets. It's like twenty two a day or something like that commit suicide. Yeah. And those that don't, you know, live in an eternal hell. So when they show the group, you know, the group is good. The group is good. Yeah, um, I thought it was a nice ending having Frank actually participate. Yeah, yeah. join group. Yeah, and it kind of came full circle because at the beginning he was outside just listening. Yeah, I, I, yeah, that was that and was thinking it was bullshit. Right. Yeah, but then you know, kind of realized. And can I just say I'm so happy that Chris lived. I, I, kept, I kept waiting for him to die. I'm like, oh, this is going to be it. Like this, gonna this is going to kill Curtis. Like, kill him. Kill yeah, him. that was a hard episode to watch. I was watch like, oh, thank God. When he, when he was <laughs> in there, you know, that was a hard episode. Because I, I literally had to decide whether or not I was going to keep, keep watching that episode. And mm-hmm. those kind of moments, too. Like when it was um, him and Curtis and he's getting ready to pull that wire. Uh, Bernthal just acts those scenes really well. Yeah, because yeah, mm-hmm. you could see him, I mean, when it was, he wasn't going to leave him. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, and, and I think that's what saved his life. That's what uh, took Billy to the point where he says, you know, cut the white wire. Was, it wasn't Billy, it was... Uh, Lewis. 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 Yeah, yeah Lewis. Lewis. Um, you know, and he basically, he kind of, he fully expected that bomb to go off. Yeah. But he was going to die with his buddy. Yep. I noticed as we talk about the episode, um, I mean, I guess it's it's kind of obvious, but I think it, it bears mentioning is that every time we're talking about 
the titular character, it's always Frank, Frank, Frank. We're never saying the Punisher. I mean, well, part of it is that he doesn't officially, I mean, he kind of retires and then unretires at the very end, so the length of the show is not really the Punisher per se. Also, but, uh, you know. to, to, also um, one, that's pretty much what everyone calls him throughout the show. True. And two, it's a whole lot easier to say Frank than the Punisher. Well, we say Daredevil, <laughs> Superman, Batman... That's because they actually go by those names. Almost right. nobody actually refers to him. He never him. refers to himself as the yeah, one. And, and I think that's. I think they that never even the, say the Punisher that, except for the news broadcast. Yep. Yeah. yeah, you're the, it's the yeah. only time the Punisher is uttered. Mm-hmm. And, and I think that's what is so well done about this series is that it humanizes a character beyond. I mean, Luke Cage humanized. That character. Always called Luke Cage by his name. It's <laughs> a lot cooler than Power Man. Right? The Punisher's a badass name. Yeah. I think it's a great but, name. But yeah. Power even, Man. Even Luke Cage, Cage we yeah. say it like we're saying a superhero name. Yeah. Well, it sounds very. That's because we always say Luke Cage, we never just say Luke. Well, right. it makes sense because it's a fake exactly. name that he came up with, right? Yeah. But so. still, my, my, the point stands is that this series really humanized mm-hmm. the character. Yeah. And a lot of the supporting characters were interesting character studies, too. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, for example, I didn't have any... I mean, I've read some Punisher comics, but I'm not, like, a huge expert mm-hmm. or anything. And I didn't really know much about Micro at all. And I actually was like, dang, I actually care about this character. This is an interesting character. Yeah. Whereas yeah. before, growing up, I was just like, oh, he's that guy that feeds Frank his, his cool guns and shit. Like, he's the tech guy. He's the guy in the chair. And he yeah. gives him bombs and, now and that fans you, and, and now shit. that you really like him. Now I'm actually like, I'm interested in this character. Yeah, hopefully he doesn't have the same thing happen that happened in Warzone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's a... Yeah. The... The writing was uh, so it, it's it is apropos that the um, that the Marvel series that had no one with superpowers also had the most human characters. Yeah, yeah. Uh, because everyone was was decidedly human, which yeah. was great, both good and bad. Yeah, yep. They also made no reference to the superpowered world. Yeah, they they didn't reference a single other. Hero. Karen's office still had like the Battle of New York newspapers. Yeah, that, that was about. Was that was the only reference. Yeah, there to, was no verbal reference or yeah. anything to mm-hmm. Daredevil or. I I well, I could have. I thought when they they mentioned Nelson and Murdoch. Yeah, but when she mention, was being deposed. Yeah, but they don't yeah. actually like. I thought right. when, when Frank met up with Karen for the first time, I thought he was gonna say, "How's Red doing?" Well, I don't think he knows that she knows. He doesn't. He doesn't associate her directly with Daredevil. But he knows that she knows she's at least met Daredevil because of the reporting. Like, how's our mutual friend doing, or something along those yeah. lines? Yeah. Except he's dead right now. But he, but, does he know that? It's been in the news. I think. I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> I don't think. <laughs> I have. I'm not privy to the Marvel to the MCU's newspapers, so maybe not. But yeah, they're the. But even then, yeah, there was there was almost no mention of anyone yeah. else, which was kind of interesting. Yeah, kept it grounded. Yep. Yeah, Here's my idea. We should call the Avengers. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Definitely. So now we have to wait till around May or June for Daredevil 3, I think. 3? Oh, He's Daredevil 3, 3, yeah. Sorry, yeah. for a second I, was thought, I just thought you meant Punisher 3. I'm like, what happened to Punisher 2? <laughs> now, the next, the next Netflix... Thing is, mm-hmm. Daredevil season three. Uh, 
we're going to get burned out on that like we're starting to get burned out on comic book movies, I think. <laughs> I'm kind of interested in what they're going to do post, uh, post post Infinity War once all of their main character all once once they have probably killed off all of their main characters because <laughs> that's pretty much what they have to do. Yeah, time will Either that or um, the reality gem has to be used so that everyone starts being some new actor. <laughs> the franchise gem, the re- like how they power just, reboot. It's like how they explained the new actress between The Matrix. Um, oh, yeah, the Oracle. Reloaded and Revolutions. Yeah. Yeah. The lady who played the Oracle died. And so. Neo, you made this decision, and so ripples through the Matrix, and why wow, I look different. <laughs> a cyber wizard. Well, I mean, that's how they're gonna. I mean, that's what they're gonna end up doing with DC if they want to try and do a. a they're just gonna flashpoint flash it all. Flashpoint it. Yeah. 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 That is what the Flash's movie is gonna be. Yeah, that's a bad idea. In any case, um, we're out of time. We digressed a significant amount. The Punisher. Um, watch it. Yes. Good. Next yeah. time we'll talk about something else. <laughs> Maybe Star Not one Wars. thing might even be Star Wars, depending because we're gonna have to change our recording schedules because Ben. <laughs> <sighs> but you don't like admitting it? Uh, yeah, I hate admitting it. Okay, I can cut that out later. Cut post. Yeah. All right. But yeah, we had, we had to change recording schedules, so I will. All right. Well, anyhow, this has been Neil. Mike. Micro Ben. And Wookie. And uh, next time, Geek Phantology. This podcast is a production of Working Theory Productions. It was brought to you by the letter T and the number 33. Opening theme is Ultra Mega Hyperstorm, and ending theme is March of the Mind, both by Kevin McLeod. Interstitial this week was The Ballad of Roger Young, from, the best of my knowledge, Public Domain. If you enjoyed this podcast, or know someone who would, please consider sharing it on your social media, sending us an email, or leaving us a comment. We read all of them. If you really enjoyed this podcast, please consider supporting us, either by donating on our website, or at Patreon, at patreon.com slash working theory. A final thought. Seriously, thank a veteran for what they've done for this country. They've earned it, even if what they did was horrible. <laughs>